0: Welcome to the Law of Attraction and Action Podcast. My name is Michelle Joy and thank you so much for joining me. I'm here to inspire you to live amazing lives through the Law of Attraction and help you see how powerful you really are. In this podcast you'll hear interviews and I will give you inspirational talks on my Monday session. So thank you so much for joining me and happy manifesting. Welcome to Law of Attraction in Action. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. My name is Michelle Joy and I am your host and today is our Monday solo session where I get to inspire you with the tips and tools around the Law of Attraction so you can have an amazing life. So I want to thank all of you for sending your prayers. We are smoke-free now in Portland. Things are getting... It's actually a beautiful fall day. The sun is shining. I'm so grateful. And what's so amazing when you go through struggles is how much you appreciate those things you normally would not appreciate, right? We take those things for granted. So so many of us here in Portland are so grateful for fresh air. We had no idea that our air could get as bad as it did. And so when we have it fresh now, it's a moment in time where you are grateful, which is always a lesson, right? How many things do we take for granted and? how often is that contrast there to help wake you up and say wow look at how great it is so i'm in so much gratitude for our beautiful sunshine for the fact that we can see the sun, we can see the sky and we can breathe, we can open our windows, like all those little things we take for granted, right? So um, I'm just in lots of joy. And for all of you who prayed for us, I appreciate it. I think our fires, I'm sure our fires are still going. We've had a lot of rain, but I, it takes a lot for those things to go out. So keep your prayers coming and keep, I, my thoughts are in all those people and all over the West Coast, really all over the world who are in any struggles and sending you lots and lots of love. If we call, just keep sending that love, man, what a difference we will make. Um, So I'm just so happy to be able to share with you all these great tips and tools that revolve around love. That's been my greatest, biggest message besides joy is love. And that's kind of what today's podcast is going to be about. Um, But before I go into what we're going to talk about today is I want to Make sure you all reach out to me. If you have a question for the Ask Michelle, I would love to hear from you. And I can share the answer on this podcast. And if you get picked, you get a free past life regression with me. It is $175 value. And I know some people are like, what is this past life regression? That's really weird. That's kind of scary. It's not at all. Just consider it just a really awesome, deep, subconscious coaching session and that's what it is. So, um, and it's life changing, it shifts a lot of people. So, um, So please reach out if you just even want to get coaching with me just reach out to me. You can go to my website at michelle-joy.com or you can email me at michelle at mindset.com. And again, that is where you can reach me for my Ask Michelle. And when you put that in, put in the subject line, Ask Michelle, and also tell me where you're from because I love to hear from where you're all from. So anyway, um, also I am so excited about some upcoming uh, group coaching sessions I'll be coming up with is called Begin Again, How to Go from a Life of Suffering to a Life of Thriving. And I am just in the works and putting it together, but I had some people reach out and say, Michelle, are you doing any group things? Because I would love to connect with other people who are listening to this podcast. So I figured that is a great opportunity. And really, we all have the opportunity to begin again and again. It's just the greatest gift when you realize we can start today and every day is a new beginning. And we go from surviving to thriving. Yes, it is possible. So many of us are in survival. I want to encourage you to get out of that mindset of I'm just surviving to thriving. And that's kind of what my book's about, right? Thrive and shine, how to find happiness when life falls apart. And I remember I did a mantra years ago when I was going through the struggle and I just kept saying, I will survive. I will thrive. I will survive. I will thrive. So it's no accident that I'm going to be doing this group coaching session. So um, I'm going to be working on the details. Please reach out to me personally. You can either send me a message through any of my social media links or through my um, website or just email me directly. But I'm excited to begin that pretty soon. And I will have more information up soon with that. So anyway, lots of goodies, lots of good things going on. All this information is also in the show notes, but I want to get to the meat of this podcast, which has to do with relationships. And I've titled this how to have a successful relationship because we are all in relationship in some shape and form. Many of us are looking for relationships. Or many of us are in a relationship and maybe it's not that great. And you know, the thing is, no matter how good your relationship is, people struggle in relationships because you get two people together, two human beings having a human experience, it's gonna get challenging sometimes. So this came up for me a lot this week. Remember, I always teach what comes up to me. It's kind of like I'm divinely guided with all that I teach. And all week long, it's been this conversation around relationships. And last weekend, I did a uh, weekend seminar called I Am Seminars, which had to do with love and relationships. And whether it's um, through working with coworkers in business or whether it's through romantic relationships. But the one thing that I kept seeing a theme on is the struggle that people have in their romantic relationships. And so I thought this will be good for those who are in relationship with romantically are people who are looking to get into relationship and how to prepare yourself to have the best relationship possible. Because truly when you're in a great relationship, like all my soulmate sessions that I have, you know, I've had lots in the past. I did it for Saturdays for a few months and then I scatter them in. Um, But every single soulmate relationship has taught me that everything that I'm teaching here is very valid for all of their relationships. And they would probably back me up in everything that I'm sharing here. So, um, So I hope you enjoy it. Again, this is a struggle most people have, and I want to help you. I want you to help help you be in a better relationship, help you see that re- great relationships do exist. And really, it's really simple things that can shift your relationship dramatically. So anyway, so what? another reason I got inspired to teach this is I was listening to a wonderful interview with Michael Bernard Beckwith, and he was in the movie The Secret. He's the founder of the Agape Center, and I'm a huge fan of him. And in this interview... He had uh, talked a lot about relationship too. Again, this kept coming up all week long. (laughs) No accidents, right? And one of the things that he said really struck a chord, and this is how I want to kind of start out what I want to teach you, is he was asked the question, he said, if someone was coming into a relationship or someone who is um, in a relationship that's not working, like they're having struggles, what is the one thing that they should, what advice would you give them? And he said, what I would first do is I would have them ask themselves the question, what are they, what is a relationship to them, right? You got to be clear. What is a relationship? Like, are, especially in a new, you know, meeting someone, are you just looking for a booty call? Or are you actually looking for love and a long-term relationship? But always ask that question. What do you want in relationship? And this can also go for people who've been in a relationship a while and who are struggling. Like, what, what do you want what is, what is the purpose of this, right? And so I loved his answer. And this is kind of what spurred me on to do this whole podcast. Because his answer was, it's not about going into relationship and saying, how could you love me? It's actually the opposite. You come into a relationship saying, I have so much love in me. I have so much love to give. I'm going to put it on a table. And here you go. Here's my love. And the other person says, you know what? I have a lot of love in me. I'm going to put it on the table and I'm going to give it to you. So truly, a relationship is about two people People who are willing to give their love and this is something I saw in the seminar this past weekend is most people in that group were struggling on giving their love they said I don't know why but I have a really hard time loving my partner <laughs> so I realized that this is the struggle and this is where soulmate relationships tend to be the opposite as far as what most people are going through in the struggle because we in a soulmate relationship do come into it with our hearts filled with love and my favorite thing to do with with my fiancé, and we say this all the time to each other: I just love to love him. Loving him is my favorite thing to do, and he says the same thing to me all the time. And so that is something we need to ask ourselves. So lesson one, a successful relationship, we always say, how can I give you love? Not how can you give me? How can I give you love? That is the main thing you need to ask yourself because what you give, you shall receive. It's just the universal law, right? But when we come into relationships, say, how can you give me? You need to fill me up. It's all about, if you don't love me, then we're going to fail. It's actually the opposite. The more you give, the more they will give back through the law of attraction. So just know it starts with you. And that's the great thing. We're in control of it, right? We are the ones who open that, that floodgate of love or we're the ones who close it. And most of the time people close it because they have these walls Um, A fear or uh, years of resentment. Like if you've been in a relationship for a while, people build up that resentment. And so that's when you start closing your heart out. But the only way to heal that is to start allowing that love to come out, finding ways to love that person. So this is the precedence of this whole podcast is the most... Successful relationships are the ones that go, how could I love you more? How could I support you? How could I give you more? And then also to be reciprocated, but that happens naturally. So um, anyway, so that's lesson one. Lesson two. Um, understand the biggest thing I think people don't understand is each other's love languages. So right, we're talking about I'm going to give you love, but what does that look like for people, right? So if you've not done your love language, there's an online free. If you go just Google love languages, I did this a long time ago when I was dating, and some some guy I met online. He goes, "What's your love language?" I'm like, "I don't know." He goes, "Well, here's this website, you know, check it out." And so our first conversation was over love languages, and I thought, "Well, that's really cool that he is aware." of of his own love language and he's looking for a partner based on and understanding their love language. So he wants to know mine and I wanna know his. And that's a, that's a really great approach for going into a relationship or if you're in a relationship, really get clear what is your love language. And those love languages are acts of service. Some people get really excited about helping other people. Like that's their thing. So if you love to give, but your partner, their like number one love language is actually words of affirmation. But for you, you're like, but I only understand for me, I want you know, acts of service, so I just give you, give your acts of service, but they're not receiving it. But when you understand their love language, which is words of affirmation, you start, oh, okay, I'm gonna start complimenting you more. I'm gonna start noticing these things that you do and say good things about you. And then it, it raises their love bank. But this is the thing about giving love. You need to understand your partner's love language. Understanding yours is big, but understanding theirs is also important. And communicating with each other what your love languages are. So again, I'm not going to go into all the love languages, but just go online and see what your love language is. It's a quick, like five minute survey. Um, and I would recommend doing it because it helped open me up. And one thing that I loved about my fiance, when I met him, he said he knew about love languages and he says his goal is to fulfill all of my love languages. Like he didn't care what they were. He was going to like give me all. And actually the one is the least for me is, is, um, uh, gifts. I'm not a big gift person. I don't like like buying gifts or receiving or giving gifts. That's not, not my thing, but I do love all the others. Like you know, um, I do appreciate acts of service and words of affirmation and affection. And there's, like I said, five, I can't remember them all right at the top of my head, but check them out and it will help you see, okay, how could I give more love? If you're struggling, see what does your partner want? Not about what you want, but what does your partner want? And then it's so such a wonderful dance you get to play with each other. And you're gonna have different love languages, and that's okay. That doesn't mean you're not matching up if your love languages are different. But if the important thing is, is you're taking the time and awareness to say what is their love language, and I'm gonna like I'm gonna really. Sh- um, treat that love language as the most important thing in our relationship and it will change things big time. So going in a relationship or being in a relationship, these are all really helpful tools. Number three is make it a daily practice to have gratitude for your partner. And again, this is when you're coming into a relationship, of course, we're all excited, we're like, this is so great. But people tend to eventually take each other for granted or they don't appreciate the small things. Like me talking about how our air is good in Portland. And I took it for granted. Like I, gosh, I walked out every day and I was like, oh, it's a little rainy today. Now I'm like, I don't care if it's rainy. I can breathe, (laughs) you know? So in a relationship, we often don't take the time to have gratitude for our partners. But when you do that daily, when you make a conscious effort, and this comes again back to law of attraction... What you give, you shall receive. If you're giving gratitude, whether you say it to them or you say it to others, or you just think it, you write it in your journal, it does not matter. When you show gratitude for your partner, that person shows up more because they start feeling that energy from you you start seeing them in that light and they start showing up. So um, gratitude is a huge thing. And again, we all want to be praised for, you know, from our loved ones and say, you know, I really appreciate all that you're doing for me. I appreciate that you're giving me um, your time and attention. I appreciate that you did that. You know, unloaded the dishwasher, right? I mean, like just saying that will be huge for your relationship, whether again, it's something you're like really struggling, find one thing that you're grateful for. You know, I'm really grateful that my partner puts the toilet seat down. Like that's kind of a big deal. And they do that every time. I'm really grateful. Like even milk, that gratitude, like that is the sweetest, kindest thing in the world. Um, they do that for me. And so again, they can have 10 things that irritate you. You find that one thing that you, you are grateful for and focus on that. And what you focus on, you start thinking of more thoughts, more gratitude. Again, it builds upon itself. It starts small. One day, you can only think of one thing, but the next day, maybe two, the next day, maybe 10, next day, maybe 15. And you see, the things start shifting, but you see how this helps in relationship. And this could be for any relationship. You know, I did it with my kids. I've done it with, you know, with coworkers. You think of like, gosh, I'm you're maybe a pain to work with, but you helped me with X, Y, and Z that one time. And that meant the world to me. And so even if you don't say it, which I think you should tell people how much you appreciate them, but just thinking it will change energetically and they'll start like, really shifting to that that person that you really want them to be so um that would be really helpful so lesson four forgive quickly and do do not build up resentment this came up a lot this past weekend in the IM seminar i was in because i think the biggest problem for people in relationships especially after a while is we build up resentment and how that happens is when we do not communicate our truth we don't tell them hey that one thing that you did hurt me instead we bottle it up we build up resentment and then we start doing all these negative behaviors including revenge like i'm gonna i'm gonna get you back i'm gonna do all these things to you and sometimes and oftentimes the revenge is not talking that ghosting i'm not gonna talk to you nope you don't you're i'm closing you out of my heart And believe me, I've done this in my past relationships. We all have done this. But when I came into my soulmate relationship, I've made it very clear. We both made it very clear that we would talk about everything. And there's nothing we can't say to each other. And we will promise to say those things because we don't want to build up resentment. And I can honestly say after four and a half years, there's not a single thing that I feel resentment for because every time I get upset, which we're going to get upset, by the way, there's not a relationship out there where you don't have your upsets because you're human. But whenever I get upset, I tell him right away, right away. You know this is how I'm feeling. This is in this is I'm owning these feelings. This is how I'm feeling and I'm really upset right now. And he will just hold that space with love and he he just says thank you for sharing that. And even if he's upset, we respect each other so much to say okay, let's talk this through. Let's let's sit in this uncomfortable conversation because it can be uncomfortable, but we're going to sit with it. We're going to stay with it. And that way we don't build up resentment. And that's the thing. People who are in a relationship for a long time, I bet, have had years and years of upsets that they never said to that person. They never had the opportunity or they were afraid to, or they got knocked down if they try to say something. The number one thing you can do for relationships is hold that space for your partner and just say, oh, I'm so mad at them. But you know what? I love them. I love them unconditionally. And I respect them enough that I'm going to listen to them, even though that thing they did may have upset me. I'm going to listen to them because you just listening, we heal by being heard. This is the truth. And if you're not being heard, you're not going to heal. And then you're going to build the wall and the resentment. And that's where 99% of the relationships fail is because they built up resentment. So don't let that happen. And you can stop it now if you've been doing it and, and find ways to just start communicating better communications, everything, if you need to get help. But if you are in a new, before you get into a relationship or you're starting a new relationship, make that the absolute priority and know that your partner, if they love you, they are going to hold that space and they're going to listen with love. And sometimes they may be hurt too, but they're going to stay there and listen. You're listening to each other. And just being heard is again, how we heal. So let that be known. And then lastly, lesson five, We want the absolute best for your partner. So it's so important to practice unconditional love. I mean like true unconditional love. Like see that person say, you know what? No matter what they are doing, if they're happy, I want them to be happy. I want to support them in their happiness. It's not, it's unconditional love, right? Is not. Uh, conditional love. Most people have conditions. I'll love you if, I'll love you when. I'll love you if, you if you do X, Y, and Z. Otherwise, I don't know if I can love you. That's not really safe, right? That doesn't feel good when people give you conditions on love. And oftentimes people do. So find ways to love that person unconditionally. Like just you want them to be happy that's the thing I see with my fiance. We live separately. We live, you know, he's in Central Oregon. I'm in uh, Portland. So half time, we don't see each other. And during the times we're not together, I'm so happy that he's happy. Like he's out doing fun things. And I love that. Nothing makes me happier than for him to be happy. And that's all I want from him. And he does the same for me. And it's not a matter of like, well, I'm missing out. I can't believe I can't go out with him. No, it's, and I used to do that by the way. This is why I know that pattern. But with him, I go no, he's having fun. He's happy. And I want him to be happy. And that love that I have for him is completely unconditional. It's not, I just want to give him love. And see that kind of wraps back around what Michael um, Bernard Beckwith was saying is you come into relationships saying, I want to love you, not how can you give me love? And so that is a sure way of having a fantastic, amazing relationship. So, um, so I hope this helps my, all my soulmate stories you can listen to. You can probably get a little tidbits of everything I'm sharing here, but I thought I'd wrap it all into one beautiful podcast where you can see what, what it takes to have a successful relationship. And I'm sure there's more, but I think these are like the bare minimum. Like these are like not even just bare minimum, like these would actually get you really far. Like this is the the foundation, I believe to a great relationship. And this, having these tools and starting off like this, or, you know, again, if you're in that rut with your relationship, just ask yourself, how can I love this person more? How can I have more gratitude for them? How can I really see what their love language is and, and try to honor that love language? How can I communicate to my partner what my love languages are and see if they can help serve that, but it's not about of you know taking it's about giving and it is so amazing to me the more i give the more i receive and that comes from all relationships and but you have to fill yourself up first which is why all of my soulmate relationships would tell you it all started with self love so once you love yourself you will be able to do a lot of these a lot easier and not loving yourself is the problem but most people have so start there But I hope this helps. This is a lot of great information. And I'm just so excited to be able to share this because, again, so many people, I think almost all people are looking for love. We will, our whole purpose in life is to love and be loved, right? And so we are going to be in relationship in some shape or form. And it doesn't always have to be romantic. This could be with friendships, you know, this could be with your children, but know that we all need the love and, but it starts with you. It starts with you loving yourself. It starts with you giving that love. So, all right. Well, I hope you'll have a wonderful day. You start loving your partners. You start, you know, practicing self-love. And um, I would love to hear from you. If all of this is helpful, please send me an email. Just tell me like, Michelle, you're rocking my world or whatever. I love to hear those emails and messages on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever. I'm I'm all over the place. But you can find all that on my website at michelle-joy.com. So sending all love. And I'm hoping you all having a wonderful week and I can't wait to do another session next Monday. In the meantime, keep listening. I have so many good interviews coming up. In fact, stay tuned. I have an amazing interview with a woman who talks about twin flames and it's going to rock your world because it rocked mine and it gave me so much clarity on my past relationships. It's insane. Um, But unfortunately, that will be out for another month, but keep listening. I have so many good things coming up. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day and happy manifesting. Thank you again for listening and joining me on my podcast. If you want to learn more about me, please go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And on there, I have lots of goodies, including guided meditations and inspirational posts and blogs. And of course, I'm here to help you as your coach. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.